Forbes is back to practice, sort of. The offense is back on track, maybe. And Chase Young is back. That's a definite. All that and more on your special Sunday edition of the Daily Commanders Update for 6 August. Let's go. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to your special Sunday edition of your Daily Commanders Update. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. We're ref the district, and we give you all the good news that you need to know, and sometimes bad news about your Washington Commanders on a daily basis, but it's really Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. You can catch us live on Wednesdays at 730 here on YouTube. Let's get right into it, because today was kind of a a, a nice day. They got a break Saturday. Mm-hmm. Washington's back at it in practice. Not only that stoner, but back at it is Emmanuel Forbes practicing sort of. He was back doing kind of individual drills, but didn't participate in the 11 on 11 drills or anything like that. What do you what do you have to make of him coming back so early? Well, I think it's I think it's a really good sign that he was out there for the individual part. He wasn't he wasn't just there for the stretching, which a lot of the injured injured guys do. Once the stretching finishes, they might go back into the building to work on things, um, you know, in the training room. So him being back out there, although he didn't participate in the biggest part of practice, the most intense part, just being out there, I think that's a really, really good sign. But they are definitely going to be careful with him. Yeah, just like got, they should with anybody, though. Yeah, right? you don't want the injury, especially something like this, a leg injury can be nagging as mm-hmm. the season goes along. So the more you're kind of playing at it, the more that potentially is going to be a problem later. And this is a team that really could use Forbes. I mean, they were playing in the 11-11 and 7-on-7 drills. Wild Goose was getting in the slot action, and that's not something the team wants to see on a continual basis. No, that's for sure. So yeah, he plays an important role and he, everything that we've heard so far in camp that he's living up to the hype of a first round pick. So keep him healthy, save him for the important stuff and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Important to note, Danny Johnson actually did get first crack at that slot position, but (laughs) moving on the offense had a much better day. According to Zach Selby, Yeah, Uh, much more efficient than they did Friday And from what we could hear, the offense started kind of getting along. You had some good things happening here, as Zach was talking about, Leno and Paul moving well on pull blocks and in open space. Well, let's be fair. They couldn't get much better than Friday. Friday, by all accounts, was a a really rough practice. I mean, much worse than Friday, yeah. Yeah, what did I say? You said better. They could easily get better. That's a low bar to cross there for the offense. Good call. Way to check me on that. Yeah, they couldn't get much worse than on Friday. But, uh, yeah, so the offensive line seemed to improve a little bit. And you had the day off yesterday. And uh, it was a long practice, too. And it's back to the hot days again, that Mm -hmm. cool weather. That's gone. Hot days, full pads, two and a half hours in practice today. So it was a long one. But it's good that we're seeing signs that the offense bounced back from a really, really rough Friday. Yeah. And, and we've kind of heard that like, it's been mm-hmm. a little bit of a roller coaster and there's still some time now there's might not be enough time to fix everything, but sure. there should be some good things to watch even as the offense comes, but those Baltimore practices can't come soon enough 
especially for the likes of this defense where they get to go up against some very strong, you know, players on that Baltimore side of the Mm -hmm. house there. One of those players is going to be Chase Young, who's coming back. This is really his first full year back from injury. So he injured it in his second, his sophomore year last year, only got to play three games looking like a very healthy chase here as today, according to JP Finley, he blew up a screen pass. That's the chase young that won defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. It's he's an important part. And being that it's his contract year, it it's really important more for him than it is for the team. So hopefully this is a sign of things to come. He looks healthy. He looks explosive and he's playing for a contract. You combine all that together and you've got uh, Chase Young who's out there dominating, chirping, all of that, which is exactly what you want from Chase Young. This is one of the things we've talked about on our flagship show on Wednesdays is a lot of people want to focus on sack totals. And they're like, he needs to have 15 sacks or double-digit sacks and everything. To me, And I know you're kind of along those lines. I am, I am. For me, it's this is what this is the the player I need to see. I need to see that disruptive player. Maybe he sure. only gets nine and a half sacks, but if he blows up screens on a routine basis, if there's like the game from his rookie year against San Francisco where he just takes over, that's sure. the guy you you're gonna want on your team going through the future. So, but that, if you have if you have them from the second year when he had one and a half sacks. And even if he's getting a couple of disruptive plays on top of that. I didn't say a couple, Stoner. I said he is he is constantly doing that disruption. Okay. And he's right, right. if you go back to his rookie year, that's what he was doing. He was getting forced fumbles. He was disrupting plays. And that's scoring touchdowns. Scoring touchdowns. And yeah. those are the kind of things that if Chase Young can get back to doing, he can have uh, not, you know, the apex of sack totals and sure. it'll be it'll be just fine so if he has the seven and a half sacks that he had from his rookie year plus all those disruptive plays that he had then you're gonna you're gonna be okay with that you'll but entertain you the idea of keeping that. him along yeah right. you'll have to it has to be a whole package sure uh, at least he's making the field there have been some players not making the field as nikki j gives us the update on mm-hmm. this logan thomas sat out with a calf injury again yeah. Yep. A little worrisome because this it is again not a great tight end group. Uh winning going through individual. We mentioned Emmanuel Forbes, Sadiq Charles back to individual drills. Your man Chris Paul taking over at the left guard spot. Mm-hmm. Is there hope for Charles to play significant minutes this year? I think there is just because of injury. Uh he's not gonna be. I don't I think Chris Paul is taking this opportunity and he's running with it. He's saying, mm-hmm. okay. Sadiq, you got this banged up calf or whatever. I'm going to get in there and I'm going to show these coaches what I can do running with the ones. And he's done that for the most part. I think he's starting to solidify his spot there at left guard. And I think Sadiq actually might've gotten out there a little bit in the 11 on 11s uh, when they were playing today. So he is getting a little bit healthier, but he just, he doesn't have room to be sitting out practices. He doesn't have the, the equity built up with sure. this team to be sitting out like if Charles Leno sat out a practice or two, or even in this case, Logan Thomas sitting mm-hmm. out a practice or two, you know what he can do. So you're yeah. okay. You're not, lo- those are, they aren't losing their spot They're on not, the exactly. roster for that. Whereas Sadiq, Sadiq Charles. Charles is potentially like he has the inside track at the starting mm-hmm. left guard position. Yeah. 
but he's got to show that he can stay healthy for this team to do it. Chris Paul doing some wonderful work there. Yep. Let's uh, get to Cody Barton and Curtis Hodges, both full practice yeah. uh, today in practice. Again, not too deep on either one of those positions, so you need those two healthy as they go along. Are you concerned about Logan? This is not mm-hmm. only did he miss Friday, mm-hmm. but you had an off day yesterday, and then today he misses again. So that's yeah. really three straight days. He's also he's north missed. of 30. Yeah. You know what you're going to get from him. Yeah. The, if he were a younger player. If, if it was Cole Turner. Cole, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. If this was Cole Turner, I would show some concern because you need, sure. you need those reps. He doesn't need those reps. Okay. Now the, where any concern might be is the chemistry between him and Sam Howell or sure. Jacoby Brissett or Jake Fromm. I'm making sure I've list all three because I, right. I don't want I don't need the other howlers to get on me for even <laughs> dare mentioning Jacoby. Well, that's that, what Ron does. Ron's always sure to, to got, say all the Gotta list them all. Gotta okay. list them all. The uh but the chemistry is probably the only thing I'd be concerned sure. with, especially as we've talked about tight ends or or a little bit of a security blanket for young QBs. Mm. And if Tom, if Logan isn't out there working with Sam. How how's that chemistry really going to work throughout the time? Yeah, so. absolutely. And I I am just concerned just because of his injury history in the last couple of years. That's the only thing that concerns me. But it's way early. We're still very, five very weeks early. from the regular season start. He's yeah. got plenty of time to yeah. get healthy. Yeah, I I can see him even during the season getting a vet day of rest throughout oh, the yeah. weeks. Just because again he's thirty two this year. Someone's going to fact like check that. me on that. But I mean. He he's getting up there, so reliable, but you gotta you gotta give him his time to rest here. Yep. Uh maybe not so reliable at getting onto the field yeah. is the Ferrari of the group. Curtis Samuel missing practice yet again here from uh, Matthew uh, Paris here, telling us that there was some tightness in the body. Uh Curtis Samuel saying, I'm feeling good, a little tightness. I don't want to get it to the point where anything can happen, but I feel good. I'm just going to keep taking my body and get ready for tomorrow. It's from Curtis Samuel, courtesy of Matthew Paris. Yeah. Are you concerned here? This is, this is a guy who's had some injury history here, Mm -hmm. missed pretty much an entire season. Mm -hmm. Didn't really explode last year for Washington. Now we were expecting some big things. Curtis Samuel may be in danger of not playing again. Well, he missed, he practiced the first half of practice and then he just missed the second half of practice. So he was out there and, and if really, again, if it was anybody else, you probably would say that's fine. Like in the case of Forbes, you know, you're like, okay, that's fine. You know, we don't want to tweak anything. And if you're feeling something, but he has a history of sitting there and saying, Oh, it's no big deal. I'm feeling okay. And then three and a half months later, he finally (laughs) gets out on the field. Yeah. So there's a history with him of saying he's okay when he's not okay. Sure. It's it's not just him. It's the team with him where they're like, ah, we're, he, we're, he's not on the injury report, but mm-hmm. then they just don't put him out there. And you're just like, right. well, if he's not injured, why is he not seeing the field? And then it comes sure. out later that there's this injury. Yep. I, I am concerned because, again, there is the history there. And this is a player who I think a lot of people, when you talk about Washington's wide receiver room, a lot of people are very, very high on them. They think that this is a trio that could be a top 10 trio. You got Terry Mm -hmm. McLaurin, who 
is getting his flowers this year. A lot of people consider him top 15, some even top 10. Mm-hmm. You got Jahan Dotson, who had a good rookie year. A lot of people are expecting a breakout year. And then they mentioned Curtis Samuel because this is a guy who who had a good year in Carolina, came here, big expectations, kind of a Swiss Army knife and what you can do with him and, and place him all over the field. Mm-hmm. But you just haven't seen that. And so my concern is if you have him down, you know, I know the team talks pretty highly of the wide receivers behind those three. But yeah. let's face it, there is a drop-off. There, there is. is a drop-off after Curtis Samuel. 100%, because you don't even know right now. You can't tell me for sure who the three backups are. If if you go one, two, three, four, with Deami Brown as the four, you can't tell me right now who five, six, and seven is. You can't, because we don't know, because nope. some guys That's are where popping. where the camp battle is, yeah. Exactly. So whoever that is, is no way on the level of those top three, and even – possibly four with Deami Brown having a good camp. Yeah, he's he's doing pretty good from all, all you know, all reports. Sam knows him and likes him, so hopefully we'll see some good things here. Uh, speaking about some playing time this preseason, still this yep. one for Matthew Paris, Ron Rivera points to those two-day pra- joint practice with Baltimore, and yep. they'll be beneficial. So Can't what does be. this mean? Like, cause he's being asked about playing time in the preseason yeah. and the response immediately goes to the Baltimore practices. Yeah. You're, you're probably going to see Sam and the ones on offense. You're probably going to see him for one, maybe two series, probably at most. I don't care how they look, even if they look absolutely terrible and out of sync, I don't think they're going to throw them out there again, knowing that they've got those two days of practice against Baltimore the following week. And then they're going to play a game against them at the end of the week. So I I just think it's they're going to look at Friday's game as a glorified scrimmage mm-hmm. when all the backups are going to play. You're going to see so much Jake Fromm. You're going to get sick of saying his name. He's going to play so much. I mean, Jacoby Brissett might get two series at most. Sure. And it's going to be all – it's they don't want to play anybody. This is I where – yeah, this is sense. where they have to weed down the roster. You got to remember mm-hmm. – this roster is bloated right now, 90 people. Yep. Eventually, they got to get to 53, but those first rounds of cuts are coming up. So this is where you got to see the end of the roster guys who aren't going to make it to the next series of cuts. Yep. And so it'll be interesting. Game is Friday against Cleveland. Yep. Practice this week, as we talked with Logan Paulson on Friday, kind of just normal camp practice, not even game planning against yep. the Browns. And then we'll kind of have a – high school game there with the Browns and then moving on to the Baltimore practice. Can't wait for the Baltimore. Practices. Oh, it's going to be so Can't good. I wish, I really wish they were being recorded like hard knock style, because that would be something for Washington I'm, to really, enjoy. I might have to go. It's like 20 minutes from the house. You to have to go. You I might, have to, go. I got to get tickets. There. Everybody, the tickets are sold out though. I got to find everybody some. listening to this. You know, yeah. either throw it in the YouTube comments or let us know at one of our socials that Stoner has to go. Hit us yeah. up. Absolutely. Uh, if you don't go, Stoner, you might miss out on Jace Whitaker. Oh, newly signed to the team here, uh, releasing guard Keaton Sutherland, who it's surprising to cut a position that you know you have serious question marks on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how much of this uh, Jace Whitaker being a cornerback is due to Forbes tweaking his uh, leg injury? Yeah, it's probably just a numbers game, though. I, that's all I think it is. 
maybe they were going to sign him before the Forbes thing. Maybe not. Whatever. I mean, he's just a camp body. Anyway, um, I hope uh, you might see Keaton Sutherland back again in 24 hours. No, fell flat. Kiefer Sutherland, 24. No, didn't, didn't work. Uh, but yeah, he's just a camp. Jace Whitaker is just a camp body, and God bless him. Uh, he'll be here for a few weeks, and then he'll he'll be looking yeah. for a new spot. He'll play a lot and uh, oh, yeah. uh, against Cleveland. He definitely and then will. You'll never see him again. Uh, all right. This is the most contentious part of our daily commanders update. Let's move on to the Sam Howell tracker. I wish I, I need to get a like a music cue for that. Oh yeah, we need like we, a theme song for this. Yeah, or we maybe need, I'll we sing need something. something. Let's not get carried well, away, Stone. Sam Howell tracker, we all want to see. <laughs> it's here every Where's, day for you and me. Not Sam Howell that's tracker. not it. Sam Howell tracker gonna put you big screen here. Oh, I love big screen Sam Howell tracker. Okay. So we heard uh, what we, the vibes we got in practice today were that the offense was moving a lot better. Sam Howell did have another interception, I believe, to um, uh, Forrest. Derek Forrest, I believe, got him. But uh, he had some bad throws. He had some good throws. He was very up and down, usual. But the offense looked better. And for our guy, uh, Gibbs Old School 2547, I think it is, who wants this to be an offense tracker, it's not. It's still a Sam Howell tracker. But I've got to go ahead and get. Oh, wait a minute! That's not correct. I dropped. <laughs> I dropped the wrong one. Uh, we do. We are going to give Sam a good day today. The offense yay. looked better, and Sam did well. Today. <laughs> wait. Oh, there we go. All right. So for August sixth down here, we're almost out of room. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I have to just get it like. You're going to have to condense it. Is what yeah, you're going to have right. to do. August 6th, I will give him a good day. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, and five. There you go. He's five got good, five not so good. Even schedule, which is what you expect from a first year starter, second year pro. Yep. Again, Sam Howe coming into his own. We've heard a lot of positive things. Logan Paulson talked pretty highly. He did. Of Sam Howe. So which was which was funny also of how high he talked of him. Because he hadn't seen practice Friday's from practice, that day, yeah. which was his worst day so far. Which was, so, but still, yeah. he gets kind of the overall picture, which is yeah. that he's doing pretty well. I, I think uh, what we've heard, kind of reading between the lines from everyone we've had on Ref the District, is the tools are absolutely there. You 100%. can see that there. This could somehow could be successful how successful we're going to have to wait for the season but we'll keep tabs on that and let you know how we think things are going this has been your special edition of a daily commander's update we will be back tomorrow to give you the the monday edition the normal monday edition but until next time don't sleep on my guy chris paul be a fan point god point god